What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Thursday and welcome to episode 141, Loyalty to the Lost Ones. Here in this episode, we will be talking more about just negative influences, people that can really distract you from the things you're trying to do and how I feel. You know, lots of circumstances, situations, and people can be placed in your path just to see if you are aware of what's going on, just to see if you will make the decision, the intentional decision to, you know, secure what's yours, to go after what's yours, to do what's best for you. Um, if you are new to this podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're coming back for another episode, what's up? Because what's going on? I hope you enjoy the show and I'm just really thankful that you're back. I hope you're in good spirits and I hope you're ready for the weekend, baby. <laughs> anyway. In the first segment, we're going to be talking about toxic friends and just toxic influences. In the second segment, we're going to talk about self-sabotage and outside expectations. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about disloyal family. Yeah, I know we talk a lot about these things over and over, but I feel like they're so crucial to success. Who you have around you, who you have around you play a massive role in what's programming you, who's programming you what you pick up, what you develop, what habits you have, and all of those things. As always, my intention for these episodes, for this podcast at large, is to help somebody to drop a nugget, to nurture or develop some sense of growth in you, something in you that makes you care more about you today than you did yesterday, something that motivates you or inspires you to try something new, have you know, find out the idea that will help you lose that weight, the idea that will help you make the money you want to make, help you, you know, separate yourself from the toxic people in your life, whatever it is. But anyway, let's jump in right now. Layla Delia said, if you walked away from a toxic, negative, abusive, one-sided, dead-end, low-vibrational relationship or friendship, you won. I feel like nothing could be closer to the truth. You know, I feel like a lot of us, we make a decision, we cut off a lot of people, remove a lot of people from our life. And a lot of times our life don't change. It's because, you know, many times we don't realize that we are the problem. 
know what I'm saying? Most times we are the problem. Actually, if we're being honest, we're always the problem. You know, anybody that caused you hurt, harm, or danger, anything like that in your life, most times it's because you attracted them, you brought them in, you energetically invited them, and you have to figure out what in you showed up to invite someone or attract someone like that. You know, one of the first things I want to talk about is toxic friendships. Just having people around that, just, you know, that just take up space and, you know, they don't have any real value. They don't really give any real value or they don't have any substance. They just, you know, take up space and be around you. You know, they want to be around to shoot down your ideas, shoot down your goals, to shoot down the things you want to accomplish. They want to be around you. They usually want to be around you to tell you who you are, even when they don't know who they are. You know, they pretty much want to be the kind of person that can see, sense, and feel all the potential you have in the world to be successful, to be awesome, to be excellent, to be great. And, you know, a lot of people, find, you know, feel like they're going to be the opposition or the imposition. They're going to stand in your way, you know, because the moment you stand in, the, you know, they stand in your way. Maybe you guys won't have anything in common. More than likely, you probably don't have anything in common already except for the history. Maybe elementary school, maybe blood, whatever. I feel like it can take so many of us a long time to recognize that we're, you know, taking part in toxic friendships because we're so used to being in toxic relationships, you know, with family and, you know, uh, relationships with people that, you know, have been in our lives our whole lives. So the tone for toxicity has been set and now we're a little desensitized to it. So we don't always realize someone's being dysfunctional or someone's being toxic, you know, as opposed to getting to a place where you treat yourself better and value yourself better and love yourself more genuinely. You start recognizing that I don't deserve to be treated like that. And, you know, I don't deserve to be talked to like that. I don't deserve to have anyone around me that doesn't believe in me. I don't, I don't deserve to have people around me that are resentful when I share my good news. I should deserve to have people around me who just don't want to see me win. You know what I mean? Like I remember reading Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, and he talks a lot about the mastermind group. And I've always found it pretty fascinating. Actually, you know, the mastermind group is pretty much a group of people who are heading in a very similar direction to you in life in terms of career, aspirations, goals. You know, maybe you're a musician and you have about maybe 10 friends, you know, who all are musicians, artists, you know, artists in their own right, one way or another, but you all are reaching towards being, you know, being able to provide for yourself on your artistry alone and whatever else. So, you know, that's the goal and you all have that in common as opposed to many of us. We're out here chasing dreams and trying to build the lives we want, but we have a mixed batch of everything in our lives. People who want this, people who don't know who don't know what they want, people who are going in this direction, that direction, that direction, people who don't want anything. And we're really getting a lot of those mixed influences. We don't really get a lot of value and substance from people who are living intentionally, people who are clear and composed and poised about where it is they're going and what it is that they want and who it is that they want to be. You know, we end up giving all our time away to people we don't feel liberated around. You know, I had to make a decision some years ago, many years ago, where I felt like I had to be this, I had to be this kind of person. I had to be deluded. I had to be watered down 
when I'm around family or around, you know, around family, whatever like that, but with my friends and everybody else, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I can be my true self. I don't feel like there's no boundaries. There's no limitations on me. There's no expectations on who I'm supposed to be. And I feel like when it comes to, you know, the loyalty we have to people, we have to be around the people who brings out the best in us. Layla Delia said, shout out to everyone transcending a mindset, mentality, desire, belief, emotion, habit, behavior, or vibration that no longer serves them. I love this quote as well. I feel like when it comes to our success and comes to the things we want to do in life, one of the biggest enemies we can have in our lives throughout our life is ourselves. We can be our own biggest enemy. You hear people say the biggest critic and all those things. We can be our own biggest enemy, you know? And we do that through self-sabotage. We do that by, you know, submitting to the expectations of other people and what other people think and expect from us. And I'm learning more and more each day, especially this year, last year, that the more you stop giving a damn what people think of you, how people feel about you, the freer you become. It's definitely one of the first real freedoms you start to experience. And I start then I'm understanding that, you know, life has put me on this path very early on because, you know, it was intended for me, I believe, to, you know, for me to be the type of person that doesn't care what people think. And, you know, for a long time I did, but in the past few years, I will, in the past maybe three, four years, I will say that I've gotten to a great confident space where I just don't give a fuck what nobody think about me. I think we all gotta get there. You know, a lot of us are loyal to friends and day ones and cousins and family and, you know, and all types of stuff like that that expect us to this to do the things they think we should be doing, to follow the path they think we should be following, you know? And, you know, we have a lot of those things rehearsed in our minds. A lot of us grew up around people who told us we would never be shit. People who, you know, doubted our artistry, who said we wouldn't be able to make money, we wouldn't be able to be successful because we're too dark or we're too feminine, we're too masculine because, you know, we're ugly, because, you know, no one loves us, we're unlovable, we're unlikable. You know, we're too weird, we're too strange, we're too queer, you know, because we don't know how to get along with people or we're hard to love or whatever the situation may be. We've been told some of everything. And as adults, a lot of those things regurgitate in our minds. And those are the kind of things that really put a stopper on our success. That self-sabotage is getting too good. We're getting too close. We got to find a way to stop the ship. We got to find a way to get in our own way and step our own step on our own toe. You know, I'm reading this book by Nathaniel Brandon about increasing your self-esteem. It talks about how a lot of life can change and shift when you start accepting things. It's about self-acceptance. Acceptance isn't about liking or agreeing with the way things are. But it's that ability to recognize this is reality. This is my reality. This is a fact of my reality. And because this is a fact of my reality, I accept it fully. I am feeling fear, worry, and panic, 
you know, with the situation, but I recognize this is a fact and I accept it fully. You have to accept that you have negative thoughts. You don't have, you are not your thoughts. You use and your thoughts are things, but you are not your thoughts. Now, you know, like Earl Nightingale said, you become what you think about, but you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts perceive what happens in your life. So essentially you become what you think about, but you are not your thoughts per se. You are not, you know, the same. And it really takes a lot of understanding. You know, a lot of that self-sabotage comes from imposter syndrome. You know, just feeling like life is too good to be true. Feeling like you're not enough, you're undeserving. And maybe everything that's, you know, that's coming your way, you're not worthy of. I found that people that suffer from imposter syndrome, we, you know what I'm saying, you tend to attract other people that suffer from imposter syndrome too. And that energy unites. And a lot of times, you know, people can keep, we can keep each other down and keep each other oppressed and feeling like imposters as opposed to pulling each other out the rut, pulling each other out the trenches and compelling each other to come forward and be the main character in our lives. When it comes to being loyal to people, you have to be loyal to people that fit in with your goals. You have to be loyal to people that fit in with your life's mission, your life's purpose, whatever it is you want to do in life. If people don't fit in with, with what it is you want to do, with who it is you want to become, turn down the volume. You don't necessarily have to cut it, uh, cut it off. Just stop being as available. You know, one of the best lessons I learned in life is stop being so available and don't ever put yourself in a position where people can just expect your attendance. Make people value and appreciate your attendance every step of the way. Show up for this, but miss that. Miss that, but show up for this. Maybe you can have a system for how you attend things, but you have to value yourself. But you can't do that if you're self-sabotaging yourself. You can't do that if you are praising the expectations of other people above the expectations you have for yourself. You have to put everything in perspective and focus on what it is that you want. Think about it. Michael Basie Johnson said, just because you have stolen someone's heart, luckily owned and occupied as a home, doesn't give you the audacity to enforce hurtful policies. Y'all know I talk about this quite a bit, but it's because I'm just so passionate and just so serious about it. I feel like there are just so many people in the world who can't be themselves, who can't be free, who can't, you know, do the things they want to do because they are slave to their parents or their family's will. Maybe they have bossy parents, maybe they have jealous siblings, maybe it's just a bunch of ugliness around them. And I think many times it really can start from the family and some people never really have a fair chance. Some people never really have a fair shot. And I feel like life puts many of us in a situation to see if we'll choose ourselves. And because a lot of us don't have that experience or that history of choosing ourselves, it can feel very daunting to go against something that has been around you for a long time. But I want you to understand that you can love them and choose yourself at the same time. Understand that they cannot be in your life and you can still love them. Understand that you can miss them and still love them. Understand that you can love them and not want them around. You, you can love them and be sick and tired of them. You can love them and never want to see them again, never want to talk to them again. 
Understand that you can multitask and more than one thing can be true at the same time. You know, I think it still comes back to that lack mindset where we feel like if we cut this person off and we stop dealing with them, whatever like that, they're going to think this. You have to understand that you can't control how people respond to what it is you do to protect, to nurture, to develop, to preserve you. You have to focus on what it is that you need and then you have to do what you have to do to go about securing that for yourself. People aren't gonna always understand. If we, you know, I made that mistake for a long time. I just didn't understand that. But if we wait for people to understand every motive, every decision that we make for our lives, we'll never get shit done. We'll never make progress. We'll never grow. We'll never go the distance. So stop waiting around expecting people to understand every single decision you make in your life. And even the ones that include them. They don't have to understand why you don't want to come around no more. They don't have to understand why you don't answer your phone as regularly or on the first ring the way you used to. You just don't. You know, you have to understand that you don't owe anybody any explanations, you know, as it pertains to how you run your life and what it is you do to make sure you're okay. And I feel like family is definitely at the top of the list. Family sets the tones for a lot of the boundaries you set for people in general in your life. You know what I mean? Like... You know, growing up as a kid, I couldn't have any boundaries. Like, I had to fight my mama, you know what I'm saying? Fight my mama all the time for boundaries. You know, I grew up with the kind of parents where you can't close this doing all this other stuff. And it's like, damn, you can't close a fucking door? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, boundaries, like closing a door. Closing a door is, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. But again, you learn a lot about the boundaries you set from your family. They set the tone for how you set boundaries with people, with friends, with lovers, with co-workers, whoever it is. And maybe you never learned how to set boundaries, but now that you're an adult, you can learn now. You can experiment now. You can learn how to take your time. You can learn how to take, you know, pace things with how you get to know people. Pace things with how you spend time with people. You know, growing up with family, you probably grew up in a family where, you, you know, you spend time with your family every day. You guys did everything together. So maybe you're the kind of adult that feel like when you have friends, you have to do everything together. You have to see each other multiple times a day. You know, you have to talk to each other every day. Like I had this thing for a long time where, you know, with people you're friends with or close with, you got to talk every day or the relationship isn't going to last or just isn't going to work. But I was thinking about all the effort it used to take for me to keep relationships tight or close with my family. And I brought a lot of that baggage into my relationships. I felt like in order to feel like I'm close with these people, I have to talk to them every day. You know, I have to call them every day. They have to call me every day. It has to be all these different rules that are unsustainable, that are draining and tiring. And you know, you share this with other people. Other people tell you, I'm not doing that. That's not sustainable. That's not how I do. And you learn, you grow, and you temper your process along the way. You know, I've learned that in life, you can't control people. You don't want to control people, but you can control processes. And when I buy processes, I mean, you know, how you get to know people, what you share with people, who you allow around you, who you share your hopes and dreams with, who you share your time with in general. I got so much that I want to do, you know what I'm saying? I still want to be financially independent. I still want to be a, you know, a, a flourishing entrepreneur. I still want to be a flourishing musician and all the different things. And now as I live my life, I'm looking for people that fit into those places and that will be instrumental in taking me that way. Because if you don't, then we don't have anything to talk about.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the Air Segment. Here in the Air Segment, you know, we get real honest to the point and we just keep it downright funky. You know, this segment is always important to me because I just always want to remind people that your new life can start whenever you decide it will. Your new life starts when you make a commitment to, you know, secure the best for yourself, to treat yourself the best, to commit to, you know, to be disciplined, to whatever it is that you want to start your new your life with. But you can start a new life anytime you want to. So let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that most of the friends in your life are probably toxic. They're not probably, you know what I'm saying, people that are, you know, probably doing you wrong all the time, cursing you out, calling out your name. I think there are different levels of toxic, but I feel like if they don't fit into your life's plan in terms of who you are, who you're becoming, who you want to be, then, you know, they're keeping you the same. They're, they're not allowing you to grow. You know what I mean? I feel like if they don't fit into the goals that you have in your life, you know, with the things that you want to do in the future, and who it is you want to become tomorrow, then they're keeping you the same. They're not setting you up to grow and be anything else. I feel like they're not challenging you to be something different than who you were when they met you. If they, if I feel like that when they leave you, you know, the kind of friends that I want, I don't want any friends that can meet me and leave me in the same condition they met me. You know, I don't want you to change me or anything like that, but I do want you to challenge me. I want you to bring, I do want to see the world you live in. And I want you to see the world that I live in. And I feel like when it comes to the influences that we have in our life, you want to experience other realities and other perceptions. You know, I want to be able to be around people I can learn from, people I can make mistakes around, people that will call out my mistakes, people that will hold me accountable to what I said I want to do. You know, if I said I'm a vegan or I said I'm getting myself together, I'm trying to lose, you know, so-and-so pounds, you're not going to come around me talking about going to this bar. Maybe you'll hit everybody up when I'm not on the phone or when I'm not around, you'll do that. Or, you know, if you see me at the bar or see me somewhere and I'm trying to order a drink, you're not tolerating that. And it's not that you're trying to be my parent. It's just you want to hold me accountable to my goals and, you know, be on the same kind of time I am. It may sound like a lot to a lot of other people, but I just like holding people accountable to what it is they say they want to do, to what it is they say they want to be. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that you are one of the biggest enemies that you will ever have, and that will always be the case because you control your behavior, you control your actions, you control your thoughts, you control what happens, what you do with your time, and all of those things. Because you control all of those things, you are your biggest enemy. You are your biggest obstacle in whatever it is that you want to do. And when you can understand that, you can become more clear about who you need to be and how you need to move with how you treat yourself. You know, you can become more loving and supportive in, you know, your behavior and just how you move as a person. Also understand that, you know, recognize when you are feeling too much under pressure because you may be submitting to other people's expectations for your life and who it is you're supposed to be or who they want you to be as opposed to who you want to be. I've been learning how to, I've been practicing, you know, omitting language from my vocabulary that puts pressure on me, that puts me in a position to feel like I have to prove anything to anybody or prove anything, you know, because anytime you feel like you have to prove anything, it's indicating to me that you're not enough. Anytime I have to prove myself, I'm not enough right now. And I think we all should get in a place of understanding 
you're enough. You're enough all the time. Even when you have to continue to grow to meet a certain goal or to be something, you're always enough. And you're chasing this goal. You have this desire because you're enough. Okay, God placed this particular desire in your heart because you're enough. And, you know, the, you know, he knew that you would be able to knock it out. So remember that. And the last letter is A, accept. Accept that this loyal family will wreck you. This loyal family will head on you. Understand that they will want you to do well and do good and all the beautiful things. And when it happens, they're not going to know how to respond to you. You're going to reflect something back to them that they don't recognize. They may be uncomfortable. You know, don't take it personally. Learn, you got to practice not taking it personally. It's not about you. They just don't understand how you come from the same flock, how you come from the same neighborhood, how you come from the same stock. And you're this whole other thing than they are. And they just don't know how to put it together. You know, to be honest, there's probably a lot of admiration wrapped up in resentment. And, you know, they admire what you've done, but they resent themselves for not figuring it out first, especially if they're older than you. It can really go a number of different ways, but do not let disloyal family, bossy parents, toxic family, whoever, get in your way and hold you back. So many of y'all want to move to new cities. So many of y'all want to quit your jobs and start new careers. So many of y'all want to have kids, but your parents telling you this. So many of y'all don't want to get married, but your parents telling you you should. All the different things you have to do what you got to do. So many of y'all, you know what I'm saying? So many women out there, you probably want to start dating women, but you don't know what your mom or dad gonna think. Fuck them. No disrespect to them. You got to live your life. You got to live your life. You gotta live your life and have no apologies. Like I've said, I've said this over and over, I can't remember who quoted it, but the sooner you understand that everybody is in it for themselves, you get more about the business of getting on the horse and running your own race and running your race against you because you're not racing nobody. You're the only you there is, so you can possibly ever compete with anybody else. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the episode, next episode is called Me, the Troublemaker. And I'm pretty much talking about learning how to stand up for yourself, learn how to stand up for what you believe so you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what y'all think about these episodes. What do you think about this content? Lastly, I want to say Thank you for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. You are strong. You are enough. You are wise and baby. You are tough. Peace. <laughs>